Welcome to Hack Your Happiness. Once you do find people who support you, the changes are so immense and you really become like the best version of yourself. Are you a teen or adult looking for more happiness in every day and ways to connect with people in your life? You've come to the right place. Hack Your Happiness is a podcast designed to bring you the behind the scenes of what brings iconic individuals happiness, plus their life hacks. I'm Mercedes. And I'm Anastasia. And we're the two teens behind Small Bits of Happiness. We're interviewing Olympic athletes, entrepreneurs, celebrities, and more. Throughout all of our episodes, you'll find great conversations, hacks that you can take away and try in your life, inspiration, as well as unique and surprising insights. Joining us today, we have Viola Shetta. Viola is 14 years old and doing absolutely amazing work and making a huge impact. Viola has advocated for wildlife conservation and climate change, is a published poet, and has done incredible work on designing and extending the lifetime of a more eco-friendly battery. Viola has worked with a team on developing nanotechnology to treat type 2 diabetes, and recently she spoke among David Suzuki, the president of Shopify, and others at the C2 Montreal conference. She is so inspiring and her work is truly impactful and amazing. Welcome, Viola. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, thank you. We're so excited. So you're currently an innovator and an activist in the area of climate change, as well as just recently spoke at the C2 conference. Plus, you're 14 years old. So take us back to the beginning. How did your passion for making a change in the world start? That's a great question. And I think I've always been excited about impacting others and just helping people and the world around me. So I really got into sort of the climate space and realized like what I was really passionate about. I think it was in third grade. And my mom showed me a video of animals being um, impacted by plastics and all of that. And I think for the first time I realized like, you know, as a little kid, you don't really see the bad stuff happening in the world. But I really, for the first time I saw that and I was like, I wanna help out. And so I worked with my friend and for a couple years, we were working on an ordinance to ban um, plastic, single use plastic to go where in our county. And I got to like work with the government. I was talking to businesses and I organized a few like climate protests and I was just really passionate about that. And I think for me, it was really exciting to see how I could engage my community in having an impact around me and how I could you know, even as a, a very young person, really make a change. Um, and then after that, I got into more of like the climate tech space, um, coming from activism into building my own technologies to solve problems. And so that's where I am right now. I joined a program called the Knowledge Society, and I've had the, uh, the chance to speak at conferences like C2 and you know, have mentors and and build stuff. And I think it's just, it's really fun for me to um, follow my passion in in climate and all of that stuff and work on having an impact. Um, yeah, so <laughs> that's that. That's amazing. It's so inspiring because I agree. Like, I feel like everybody has something like, for instance, climate or something that they feel like is wrong. Yeah. But I love how you actually took steps at such a young age too. Especially, yeah. Yeah, and like did something to help fix that and make the world better and I mean it's amazing the technology and everything it's so cool what did yeah. you talk about at the C2 Montreal conference 
I was talking about one of my most recent projects, which was um, sort of about extending the lifetime, the lifespan of a um, sort of next gen solar cell. So I was working on uh, my my project to basically use a new material to hopefully extend that lifespan. And I got to talk to, about that at the conference um, and meet a lot of really cool people in, in different spaces. That's so cool. I mean, that must have been an amazing experience. Yeah. So what was your experience of being surrounded by so many accomplished, impactful people? And what was your biggest, like, what did you learn most from it? I think it was it was really amazing. Um, I was there with some people from my organization, TKS, and it was awesome to be surrounded by some young people who are working in very different spaces like health tech and AI and really learn from them as well. But I met a lot of people um, at the conference who are specifically working in the AI space. And I think it was very interesting to hear really about that perspective because AI is, I guess, a, a very popular technology right now and something that's gonna be very prominent in the future. And so learning from a lot of people who are working on development at the moment in different sectors like finance and climate as well um, was really, really interesting to see how emerging technologies can be integrated in different ways and just how different people are working on that. So I think that was a huge takeaway, just seeing how AI was being used. Um, and then yeah in terms of just like being around a lot of really accomplished people and you know being a younger person myself with a lot less experience in the field I think it was great for me to just realize that you know everyone is working on their own project everyone is super excited to hear what you're talking about and they're happy to engage so for you know I and it's very hard to like feel like you fit in feel like you are <laughs> belong there but you do realize that everyone is super excited about it and yeah everyone has their own path so it's just very cool to see how everything intersects and how you can engage with people in in different ways that's awesome I feel like it seems like such an amazing experience and I'm so happy that you know you were able to go and yeah it seems like you know you're right there's so many different fields and everyone's kind of on their own little path their own little journey and it's so cool to see all of that in one space so I I think that's so cool and how old I mean, you said you were you were in grade three when you started? Yeah, I think I was, uh, I actually have no idea. I know, been like, I've known about climate and the climate space because my mom was interested in that when I was very young. So I went to a couple of protests with her, but I started working on my own projects, I believe in, in grade three at about eight or nine, I'm not sure. Um, and yeah, from there, it's been, you know, lots of stuff have has changed, but I have that passion still. Throughout your journey, what do you think has been your most significant challenge? I think that as someone who's younger, I'm 14 right now, and I started when I was a lot younger, but specifically in the tech space, it's really hard to like get your projects out there when you don't have university experience, when you don't have more of the traditional, um, I guess, pathway in what you're building. And so I'd say it's a it's a little bit more challenging to find people to create a community around you that you're still able to build and you're still able to work on really legit projects, because as a younger person, people do, you know, think that you don't know as much and think that you're not capable as much. But I really think that 
I think that's a challenge that I face is people are not as open to, you know, working with me, doing stuff with me or all of that because of my age. But I do think that there are so many really, really cool people who are younger, who are older, working on stuff. And I really think it doesn't matter how old you are, you can build really amazing stuff. And so finding those people who do recognize what you're building and how cool it is and your passion is super key. And for me, I think that's been a huge factor of growth, um, finding those people who help accelerate what I'm doing, um, no matter my age. That's so true. And like, I feel like no matter what it is that you're interested in or where you're at in your life, having people who are supportive of you and believe in you is such an important thing. How have you like found a community of people who support you and um, all your ideas and everything? I am, I think I already mentioned this, but I'm a part of a program called uh, TKS, and it's sort of like an innovation accelerator for um, young people who are really interested in making an impact. And so I met a lot of different people who weren't necessarily working in the same space, but had similar values of impact and, and just like building no matter their age. And from there, I think that building your own community is really important. Um, so reaching out to people who you find interesting um, is always super important. And that's been something that has helped me a lot for finding mentors in the space who can guide me. Um, and yeah, just, I feel like applying to programs where there are other people who are interested in similar things, um, go, going to conferences, stuff like that, just knowing people in that space who are happy to support you and I think that's really, really important. And just like reaching out as a, as a, you know, first step is always so important, even though it can be a little bit scary, um, you know, taking that step is very yeah. key. So uh, what do you think has been the most rewarding part of your journey? That's a really interesting question. And I think I really, a lot of people are focused on the the product of what you build, the product of what you do. So for me, that's been stuff like speaking at conferences and, you know, publishing my work. But for me, I really think that the the learning experience and the growth from everything that I do has been so valuable. And that's the stuff that I really get the most from, the, the most value. And so I'd say just the process of learning and failing and innovating new stuff and just like really growing as a person through every project that I do I think that's been the most rewarding to who I am now absolutely and I feel like especially I mean no matter what age you are that's so important the like learning from the process but I think especially as teenagers like being able to take a step back and being like it's okay if I'm not super successful in what I'm doing right away but it's like the, the journey that counts and yeah exactly. I mean Definitely. Like, it's so crazy how much I think that you've learned and like through all this and I mean no matter where you're at like learning and steps back and everything is just a part of the process and I think that's so amazing and such a good insight um and so I know that we talked a bit about like the, some of the challenges you faced in terms of like your age and professional professional level. level, but in terms of like on a personal level, what are some of the bigger challenges you faced kind of as a relation to what you do? Has it affected you in any way personally? That's a really interesting question. And I think that anyone working on big problems, um, you do feel feel what you're working on at a personal level. And so for me, like I work, I work on climate because it's something that is really important to me. 
and that does mean sometimes like it's it's a really scary thing like learning about what's happening right now in the space and sort of the future that that is happening um if we don't do something is really terrifying and so i think it does there's there's a lot of like climate fear and stuff like that 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 happens and i do sometimes get sucked into that but i feel like working on stuff for me that i think can have an impact that i think can have a change is really like the light in the dark and so for me that's been really important um in and in terms of like my work and and relationships and just like what i'm doing <laughs> it's very interesting people at school aren't really working on similar stuff and i do think that it creates a little bit of a divide in terms of people thinking oh Viola's doing this like it's it's something different but I feel like it does not change who I am as a person going to conferences stuff like that I'm still have the same relationships with my friends I'm still I'm still a teenager you know um and maybe it does change my values a little bit um and the things that I choose to do but I feel like relationships and with my family and and friends um are very much the same because you know I'm still still a human and still very excited about uh, doing um, normal things. <laughs> I absolutely love that because I agree. Like, I feel like as soon as you start doing something a bit maybe different from what the average group of teenagers or people your age are doing, people are like, oh, well, that's interesting. And sometimes they just don't know how to exactly react to it. Yeah. But I think that's so amazing how you keep going and like, you know, you still spend time with your friends and your family members while still pursuing what you're passionate about and working towards making an impact and making a difference. And I think you're totally right with how sometimes it might feel a little bit like there's a, there's a difference, like they might not completely understand it, but I think that um, people will probably find it really interesting and cool. I mean, yeah. what you're doing is so inspiring. Exactly. So a lot of teenagers struggle with pursuing their interests because they think they're afraid of what their peers will think. Do you ever worry about this? That's a very good question. And I think that is, it's very true as well, um, especially in in your teenage years. I think it's very common to for people to change themselves based on worry or about what other people think of them. Um, but I feel like that's a very limiting factor um just to to what you're doing and personally for me I don't I think that there's definitely a lot of opinion on what what I should be doing stuff like that but I don't think that following that is the best path um because in the end like it is my life and it's not I shouldn't work to make other people happy like I'm just working on what I feel like is best for me and I feel like that's really relatable no matter what you are working on because it, it is in in the end it's your life and so if you are changing what you do to make other people happy to fit the thoughts of others it you're not going to be doing stuff that is actually important to you and I feel like that is in the end what is so important um but I do think that it can be hard to get out of the cycle of sort of doing things for other people but reflecting on I don't know I feel like surrounding yourself by people who encourage you instead of discourage you on on your passions and on who you want to be is really so key and so finding finding friends and family who will support you is so important 
I absolutely love that. And I think you're so true. Like, that's so true that you should not be changing yourself yeah. or not following what you're interested in because of what somebody might think or might say, because at the end of the day, it's, it's your life. It's your life. And you've only got one life. So may as well make use the most it. of it doing what you love and working on the things that make you feel happy and that benefit you and also benefit others and I think you're right the right people will will support you and if they don't support you then you probably don't want to be friends with them anyways exactly so I think that's such a such a true factor in that you're right a lot of teenagers I know definitely whether it's you know activism or maybe music or acting or whatever it is that they're interested in they're worried you know what what if my friends think I'm weird or what if kids at school make fun of me but it's like surround yourself with the right people I feel like also diving further into that community just like you with that accelerator that you're in surrounded by people who are doing interesting things or who have similar interests to yours will recognize that and think that it's cool so I absolutely love that and what are your hacks or tips for teens to find a supportive community in their life like if they're not part of an accelerator what are some other ways that you think uh, teenagers or others could find a supportive community no matter where you are, whether it's in school or in other places, I think that there's always going to be people who you can align with and who will support you. Um, and so I think it's first, it's it's great to realize like um, if you are currently in a great place, because sometimes maybe there are some things that you don't realize that are happening or the friends that you have aren't aren't really being supportive. And Maybe you don't completely realize it, but it is like hurting you a little bit. So I feel like, first of all, just really understanding like what kind of situation you're in at the moment is super key. And then from there, it can be really hard, I know, to sort of like change friends. It can be really hard to distance yourself from people, even if they are hurting you, because, you know, that's what you know. It's it's who you are in a, in a sense. Um, But I really think that like, once you do find people who support you, the changes are so immense and you really become like the best version of yourself. And that is so, so important. So just, I don't know, put yourself out there, do things that might be a little bit scarier. And even if you take a risk, the the results are going to be so much better. So I feel like, yeah, challenge yourself a little bit, even if it's scary. Yeah. That's, I think that that's amazing. I think that's really great tips, especially for teens to hear and for people of all ages, even who are surrounded by people that maybe don't support them and need a way to branch out. So what do you do every day that brings you a small bit of happiness? I love nature and I love going outside. So I will go on walks. Um, I feel like nature is something that really did make me excited initially about about climate and that's something that continues to sort of drive me a little bit and just seeing like I really have a love for for the land around me and so yeah it's really great for me to to just go out in nature and find a little bit of of peace and just reconnect with with the area so for me that's something that I really love to do and brings me a lot of happiness. I love that. And I mean, there's so many mood boosting benefits to nature. I mean, it's such a great way to hack your happiness kind of because um, like when we go outside, it like releases endorphins into our brain and the sunlight helps us, you know, like we were reading because we do quite a bit of research behind happiness and like 
Sunlight can even help boost like your immune system because of vitamin D that it helps put into your body and like plants release certain um, organic compounds and that also boosts your immune system. Like there's so many benefits that make you happier, like live a better life because of going outside. So I, I absolutely love that. And I agree outside is amazing. What's one motivational quote that you remember and why is that? Hmm, that's a great question. I think that, I don't know if this is an exact quote. I might just be messing it up. But <laughs> um, one of my my mentors at TKS, um, he says that stagnancy is failure. And I think for me, that's really important because a lot of the times I will get caught up in a sort of mindset of like, I'm not good at this. You know, it's like doing things that are really hard. Um, and it it sometimes feels like I don't have like a natural talent for it. Working towards consistency and doing things, even if they are challenging, is what brings you growth rather than doing things that are easy and maybe not doing things at all. And just like giving up is really not good for you. And facing those challenges is so important, even if it is really hard. And so I feel like for me, that's a quote that I really like, and that does motivate me to, to keep working on stuff. I love that. And I and so true, like pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone is such an important thing um, to do. <laughs> yeah. So do you have any exciting things coming up that you would like to share with us? Any goals you have or events happening or et cetera? It's a great question. Um, right now I am just working on this one project where I'm um, basically building um, online models and then simulating them for a kind of electric vehicle battery that I'm working on right now. So I'm just basically really in depth in this project. I'm kind of looking how I can introduce AI into the simulation aspect as well. So coming up right now, it's just going to be really going in depth in building. And so um, if you do like want to stay updated on that, I'm going to be posting a lot on LinkedIn and, and Twitter on that. So yeah, I'm just building and and seeing where that project takes me. That is amazing. Yeah. That's so cool. I mean, that's so, I don't even know to say that's amazing. I think yeah. Thank you. A project to work on and I can't wait to, to see more and see how it grows. Is there anywhere where you would like to direct listeners um, if they want to learn more about your project or learn more about you? Definitely. Yeah. Um, I would love to connect on LinkedIn um, so you can become a part of my network. And yeah, also, if you could link my Twitter, that'd be great, uh, where I post a lot about the projects that I'm building specifically. So yeah, we'll definitely do awesome. that in the show notes. Um, also, we have our bits post available on our website where uh, listeners can go for more hacks, pursuing what you're interested in and not caring about as much about what other people think, um, because you have so much amazing advice and insight and experience. So that will be linked in the show notes as well. And is there anything else you'd like to share? I would just like to say thank you for having me. It was really great to talk. And if if anyone listening has any questions or wants to further connect, um, I'd be happy to chat. So 
definitely reach out. Awesome. Yes. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Hack Your Happiness. Thank you so much to Viola for joining us. Her story is absolutely so inspiring. And I love all of her advice on how you should pursue your passions no matter what. And I think that whether we're interested in, you know, music, art, acting, activism, whatever it is, because all of us have something that we feel extra special about something that we want to do something that we think maybe needs to be changed in our world and whatever it is whether you found it or maybe you're searching for it right now because we might feel as though we don't want to pursue our passion because we're worried about what our friends might think what our family might think what other kids at school or at activities might think but the thing is that we need to surround ourselves just like Viola said her advice is amazing we need to surround ourselves with people who support us and you can find them anywhere maybe that means joining a Facebook or an Instagram group or you know on discord or another chatting platform joining a group dedicated to a specific topic maybe that means you know talking to your friends about it and maybe finding out if they have similar interests because if you get along you probably have a few things in common and maybe you just don't know that they're also interested in what you're interested in just talking to other people, joining clubs, joining extracurriculars, expanding your network, talking to people. And there is definitely someone out there who will be interested in similar things to you. And just like Viola said, you don't necessarily need to spend time with people who are interested in the same things as you. I mean, it's great too, but if you're not, just being with people who support you, who believe in you and who want you to succeed is so meaningful. So don't waste your time surrounded by people who don't believe in you and who think it's not cool what you're doing because trust me when I tell you that if people don't support you and they think what you're doing is uncool or weird or not going anywhere, then they just aren't the right people for you. And there are good people out there and we just gotta look for them. I think what I took away most from it was that it's okay to keep going even when you feel like you're failing because in the end, the journey is key. The journey is what you grow through. And I think that that was so important and I really love what Viola said. I absolutely agree and I think that just like Viola said, she had so much amazing insight, so many amazing tips on how to keep going and not worry about what others think and I think the biggest thing is just find your people and whether they're pursuing similar things to you or just supportive and want to see you do your thing, you will find them and whether it's your family, your friends, a friend, Find your people and you got this. We're all in it together trying to just do our best. If you want to learn more about Viola or more about her project, you can find her on LinkedIn by searching up her name, Viola Shedda, V-I-O-L-A, Shedda, S-E-D-A. And she's got more info on there. You can contact her on there. Or you can also find her on Medium, uh, also at Viola Shedda and also on Twitter. So definitely check that out because Viola has some really amazing projects in the work. She's such an inspiring teenager. And also check out our bits post with her where she shares more of her hacks and life advice on how to pursue your passions and do what you're interested in without caring about what others think. So definitely check that out. All of the links will be in our show notes. If you enjoyed today's episode, consider leaving a five-star review wherever you are listening so that we can keep bringing you more amazing content. Join our happiness family by following this podcast so you don't miss our next iconic interview. See you next time.